Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And guess who's with me today? I have Lon here, and we're going to talk about her new book. It's Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical Powers. And if you're watching me on YouTube, this is her book. Welcome to High Road to Humanity, Lon. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited you're here too. This is a really interesting book. She gets into some really um, interesting stuff, you guys. So that's, let me just preface this show. So sit back and relax. Let me just give you a little bit, a tidbit of what the book's about. So she says, the world is changing every moment. Are you having a hard time keeping up? Do you understand how these changes may be adding extra stress and confusion to your life? Modern Merlin shows you how to navigate the constant changes with ease and a little magic. And I love that. Now, Lon is an internationally acclaimed sacred geometry artist and creator of two best-selling and award-winning Oracle decks. I love the Oracle card. So I think that's really cool. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. She's the founder of Lon Art. She offers tools for transformation. Uh, readings and online courses and personal soul portraits that connect you to your soul purpose. Lon, I'm so glad you're here today. You have a wonderful background, but I guess I want to hear your story. I mean, why did you decide to write this? Where does this all come from? <laughs> Funny, right? Um, yeah. I guess it's, it's, I mean, if I look back, it all ties back to the whole journey of life. I think I, I grew up in Holland in the Netherlands and I was an extremely sensitive child and growing up in an environment that not necessarily uh, shared my viewpoints. So I felt lonely as a child whenever I would bring up something that I would experience in my surroundings or experience in other people and brought that up. The response often was like, you're imagining things. And so there wasn't any vocabulary around all that. And I most of the times actually felt that I was crazy, you know, that there was something wrong with me and I felt very alone. Mm -hmm. And it took me to um, well in my, in my thirties, actually, before I started actually late twenties, before I started traveling and outside the bound, um, the borders of Holland, where I went to Thailand and I met people there that were talking about soul and energy. And they were talking about Mm -hmm. manifestation and aura and stuff like that. And also this whole world opened up to me. And I realized that not only am I not crazy, Um, This is all the stuff that is coming and there's more people out there that are, you know, that are experiencing this. And I realized um, I want to talk about this. I want to bring it in the open. Um, In the meantime, I started doing a lot of sacred geometry art, which I'm sure that we're going to get to during our as well. But it all fits together because that sacred geometry brought up so much development in myself, but also a lot of questions at some point, it's like I got to tie this all together. So the book came from my own desire of, of creating an accessible story 
around why things are the way they are and how much science has caught up with our, um, you know, with, with, with where we are at and how much our current paradigm has not, you know, we're still living in a, in an old model of reality in, in which we really don't talk about like oh, sensitivity or psychic abilities or multidimensionality right. or. Right. So, well, right. it's cool though, that you're here and we are starting to talk about this stuff. I have a lot of psychics on the show. Everybody's starting to connect, which is wonderful. And you talk about it in the book. I love this because I'll just give a little tidbit. You know, when I got into real estate 20 some years ago, I'm going to age myself a little bit. You know, I started to do affirmations to draw the business to myself. And it was out of necessity that I learned about the energy. And it's interesting because you drew a lot of these Talk about this because really it's coming down to the sacred geometry. Um, really, because everything's changing, we're changing, our DNA is changing. And, like, did you go into a meditative state? I just want to know this and pick this stuff up, or what was it? What happened? Oh, actually, the, the way I came to it is like I came across pictures of crop circles, like back in the, in the 90s. Okay, and, um, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of it, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've ever seen it. Right. Yeah. So the crop circles themselves are kind of like big mandalas and they are very complex mathematical um, drawings. And I'm an, I'm an artist. My background is in, my background is in graphic design. And I looked at these pictures and I got really excited and I started wondering like, perhaps this is a language. You know, because right. we see different ones all the time. And regardless who makes them, whether it's aliens or a farmer or whether I, I don't really care who makes them. But the fact that they're constantly different made me think about like, well, whoever or whatever creates this obviously is expressing something different every time they make something, which makes it a language. And then I started figuring like, well, what if we can have a universal language in which we can express things. Like what if I can express uh, what healing looks like in a way that regardless of our spoken language, everybody would understand. So I started playing with that and that all of that brought me to sacred geometry and sacred geometry is basically the, um, it is what's behind and underneath everything in existence. Like if you look at how anything is formed, whether you look at like um, the way a cauliflower grows or the way a sunflower grows, like that the middle circle of those, uh, of mm, those, the spiral, right? The spiral and the yeah. spiral. We see it in the lizard's tail. We see it in the way ocean waves break onto the shore. We see it in the first things of um, how a fetus grows. We even see it in our DNA, right? It's, it's right. a spiral. So it turns out that there is um, math, like there is an architecture, there is a, there's a universal blueprint that makes energy to go from being nothing and just floating out there and being unmanifested to right. forming itself into patterns, right? coming form. And the way it's forming itself between being nothing and just floating out there to becoming form, it does that on the principles of sacred geometry. Now, I have a question. So when yes. you start, so when you started looking at these crop circles, I think this is cool because I'm into all this stuff too. And so yeah. is the audience, by the way, we've been doing yeah. this for a while. So they, yeah, they know it. So here's the thing. 
So you see these crop circles. What have you figured out what they mean? Um, I'm no, curious. And I know, no, I mean, what they mean. And that, you know, the, the most of the discussion with crop circles is actually around who made them, right? Yeah, there is so right. much controversial right. about, like, my gosh, this has been aliens that come, or it's been the earth, something with magnetics and the earth pulling it in a certain way and then there's the people that totally believe that maybe it's a hoax you know it's the farmer with his tractor with a yeah right <laughs> behind the tractor making this pattern which by the way would make this farmer extremely talented because i'm an artist and i'm a nerd i know about math but even trying to make these these designs on yeah. a computer where you have the help of a computer is almost impossible, let alone trying to do it in the dark on a field spread out over hundreds and hundreds of yards and it being perfectly symmetrical. Like that is right. one talented farmer. So- <laughs> I love that. Thank you for that explanation. Right. That's great. So- I kind of passed by like I'm I, I don't really care who made it I am more intrigued that it's there and I find it very sad that collectively we kind of ignore it there's very little coverage of this in the news and it should be on the news every time something like that appears in the field because it's it's breathtakingly beautiful and there is definitely this design I I mean I think there is some sort of a message it's a message yeah, like there, it there is, is meaning, right there is a yeah. reason why it's a circle or why it's a square or why it's five circles or i mean it's it's a communication i truly believe it's a form of communication i do too, I do too. let's um, let's back up a little bit because the audience you know we've we've talked a lot on this show about manifestation but i love how you put it together in this book you did a beautiful job by the way thank you, you know, yeah you really did because you know a lot of people don't understand that we are creators and that we are manifesting our reality right now and you call it magic right yes I call it magic. And I also say that we, we, we hear so much about the word manifestation these days. And manifestation is, it's, it's the new word for magic, right? What we used to call magic, we now call manifestation. Because both things mean and indicate the ability to, um, to change what is into what we want it to be. To change our reality and alter it into where we want it to go. Right. If we look at magicians, that's what they do. They in whatever form they do it, they they change something or somebody and they make it into something else. So the way I explain magic is that magic basically is anything that we can see or experience or notice that it's really happening but we don't have an explanation. Like our logical mind does not have an explanation. And if we don't, and we still experience it, we throw it in the box of magic, right? Must be magic that that happens because no idea how it happened. But then of course, when we look over time and over human evolution, there were a lot of things that we thought were magic and that over time have been explored and proven and explained by science And then we go like, oh, that's how that works. And then we took it out of the box of magic and we made it part of our belief system. Mm -hmm. Um, Sunrises, sunsets, right? There was a time when humans 
first on Earth, we didn't know about planets and rotations and all of that. And that big warming ball of light in the sky would come up and we were um, revering it as something like, wow, this, this must be magic. It like it was a god or something. A lot of people right. worship themselves. Right. Yes, yeah. yes. And not until we started understanding about rotations and planets, we were mm. like, oh, it's actually not magic. It's part of reality. Mm. Right. So our definition of magic changes with our evolution. And so does our definition of reality. Right. I like, we're, we got to go to commercial break here in a second, but you know, I really like how you talk in the book and we come back. I want to talk about the belief. What is real, you know, cause we do create our own reality, you guys. So she talks about this really interesting stuff. The book is called modern Merlin uncover your magical powers. It's a new paradigm for a new time by Lon. This is Nancy. you out. This is high road to humanity. And we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hold your head out, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and we're back here with Lon, and we're talking about modern Merlin. We're talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is energy. And, you know, you go through, you guys, I don't want to give her whole book away, but she goes through from the beginning. She talks about energy. She talks about the quantum field. But one thing I want to bring up, you know, is our beliefs and what we believe becomes our reality. And we can change that. Talk about that, Lon. Right. Um, well, it turns out that so many things that we um, that we hear and that we grow up with, it's it gets stuck in our brains. 
So by the time we are in our, I think in our mid thirties or in our early thirties, our belief system is put in place. And that belief system is gonna determine our behavior. So the things that we go through as a child or that we experience as a child becomes the foundation of our, all our beliefs going forward. And if we're not aware of that, then we um, oftentimes limit ourselves in what we believe that we can even do ourselves because this is just stuff that we picked up along, along the way. We've been programmed. And, We've been programmed by our right. parents. We've been programmed by television, by society to by think a certain thing. By yeah. everything. Yeah. Like even you talk about racial tensions, you know, like how people were programmed like that when they were younger. Yeah. You know, I can even remember my mom, you know, always and dad always talking about when Pearl Harbor was bombed on December 7th. They held that, you know, they held that with them because it was such a traumatic event that was like, and I use this as an example, but, you know, then it made them look at Japanese people differently. Yeah. And it's so interesting because you grew up in the US and I grew up in the Netherlands. So that was a very different experience there. Like my parents have much more the experience of a, of a second world war, right. And a German, a German um, uh, occupation and, and all of that. So all of that makes such a deep impact in how we experience the world. And then we bring that with us in our, in our adult years. And then often what we think that we can do or what we believe that we can create for ourselves actually goes back to what we've been told or taught or listened or experienced when we were younger. And and that's why I talk about magic, because if we look at at books and the movies about any powerful magician, I mean, think about Gandalf the Grey in Lord of the Rings, right? When he shows up and he wants to create something or do something, I mean, he stands there on the the top of a mountain and he goes like, abracadabra, right? I mean, he has this unwavering belief. It's a knowing, it's a knowing, isn't it? And he he believes that he is in co-creation, that he's here in partnership with the universe and that he can create something with the universe, right? So with... That's where our, the, the power of our magic resides, is in what we believe about ourselves, about the world, about others, but that's where our power comes from. Right. I'm really big into affirmations, and I want to talk about that for a minute. I've done affirmations since I learned about energy back in the day when I first started in real estate because I needed to make money. But even today, and my affirmations have changed, of course, they change right. over the time. Yeah. And now my affirmations are different, but I just want to talk about this because as you teach people to create, and as we learn this, I, you know, I want you to talk about the power of the words, the power of our feeling, the power of our thoughts, because the one thing they don't talk about in the secret is it's a, you have to know it. You have to feel it. You, you know, talk about this a little bit because you get it. Yeah. Well, the law of attraction basically states that like attracts like. So, and, and because we know that we are made out of energy, so we are energy, our bodies are energy, the stuff around us is energy, but so are our words, our thoughts, our dreams, our intentions, everything is energy. So the vibrational signal that we send out, like the bubble of energy that we have around us is caused and is made up of the thoughts that we think with our mind and the feelings that we generate with our hearts. 
So it's really important to have those two um, in coherence, they call that, in alignment on the same page. That's why with affirmations, if we just say the words, but we don't feel it in our hearts or we don't emotionally believe it, it's not going to be as powerful. Like if you say like, I am unlimited, I am healthy, you know, you can say those words, but not until you really feel it in the core of your being. That's where the vibration of your signal becomes like one coherent signal that you're sending out to the universe. And that's what, and then the universe is going to respond in the sense, like going back to the beginning of our conversation, all that energy is like floating out there being nothing. And now all of a sudden you are launching that signal into that, into that um, big field of energy. And that field is going to um, repattern itself, restructure itself. To give you what you want, to give you what you asked for. Yeah. Form that fits that signal that you send in there. I love how you explain it because, well, and I always tell people, be careful what you say, because the universe doesn't know. The universe only knows that what you put out is what you get back. Yeah. I think that's where karma comes in, you know, because people don't realize that if you do something really bad and you, it comes back to you because right. you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I don't know if the universe deals in karma, but what I, but do, you know what I mean? What do you think about yes. that? What do you think? Well, I Maybe I, I think that's very layered and complicated, but I do think that if we do something or if we intend something or we have certain thoughts, then that signal, that vibrational signal of yours is going to reflect that, whether it's a good thought, a bad, a bad thought, thought, or right. a scary thought, or or a really happy, joyful thought, right? The right. universe, the universe doesn't judge. It right. Doesn't. That's it. Bingo. It doesn't yeah. judge. It gives you what you ask for. I love that. And it's so cool that you're teaching this because, yeah, people need to know this. All right. Let's talk a little bit about impasse. I'm an empath. There's a lot of us in, uh, impasse on the earth right now. I'll give you my take and I want to know what you think. I feel that we're all here at this time to help raise the vibration for others. What do you think? Yes, I think it's part of our human inheritance that we are supposed to live in social structure, that we are supposed to live in relationship with each other, with the earth, with every living being um, on this earth. And I think empathy is like it's it's part of our inherent magical powers and it's it will it will expand and grow while we evolve And the way I always um, explain empathy so that people understand how it works, when we talk again about that emotional, uh, about that energy bubble that is being created by your thoughts and your, your, um, your feelings, well, everybody has that, right? And, and all energy interacts the whole time. So if you have your energy bubble around you that has your thoughts and feelings, and let's say that you feel really sad today and we get together, then our energy bubbles are going to overlap at some point, right? So your sad and uh, thoughts and feelings in your energy bubble are going to overlap with my energy bubble and we're going to pick up from each other. That's really how that works. It's almost like, you know, we're all kind of like radio transmitters. Exactly. And transmit these signals. Right. Now, are you calling your energy bubble? Is it, is that the aura? Is that what you're calling the energy or are you calling the aura something different? 
Just curious. Mm. I never really defined it that way. I yeah, I suppose that the energy bubble is is like the aura. Your aura. Yeah, it has a flavor. It has a it has, has a, a color. color. Yeah, the only reason I ask when I was young, <laughs> younger, I Did had you see a. Colors? <laughs> huh? Did you see colors when you were younger? No. Well, somebody drew my aura. Oh, okay. You know, and it was bright yellow and all of this and that. I was younger. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then right. as I've got to understand auras, and then I, of course, have researched Edgar Casey, and you know that story right. he talks about auras when the woman gets in the elevator and she has no aura. And she dies and he realizes that when the aura is gone, there's no more color. So it's really, yes, it's really interesting. So when you talk about the energy bubble, it makes me feel, you know, that's our aura. That's yeah. our energy bubble right there. And well, yeah, because colors, colors are, are aligned with the frequency of something, right? Yes. Let's talk about it. Yes. And you know what I learned? Um, and I want you to talk about colors a little bit. We got about three minutes. There's okay. so much, there's so much to talk about, but there is a lady. I had a lady on my show uh, years ago that healed her cancer with color. She would ask the divine, what color do I need to run through my body? And she would run a different color. So I know colors and the energy are associated. What do you know? Um, I know that for instance, we, um, it- chakras we can talk about chakras right chakras are energy centers that are like the main chakras that we have are located around the spine Mm -hmm. and the 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 base one is at the bottom of our um tailbone and the Mm -hmm. top one is at the top of our head and then we've got like all five in between Mm -hmm. um so all these these chakras have a different color they are being symbolized by a different color because the energies that are associated with it and the organs that are associated with it are different. So if you look at color, for instance, somebody that is really, really angry, their aura is going to be a different color than somebody that is very loving and very harmonious. Right. And it goes back again to words, you know, and, and dreams and intentions, like all of it, it's all energy. It's all vibration and vibration is different different waves right and just like color like colors are their their wave their energy waves like the wave of um, a red color is different than the wave of an ultraviolet color right so you can connect all these things together feelings emotions words colors all of it it's all and the health of our bodies as well yeah yeah right that's interesting. Hey, we got to go to commercial break. When we okay. come back, you guys, we're going to talk more with Lon. Her book is Modern Merlin. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding it up. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. 
I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle Sparking Wholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Lon. She's joining me from San Diego. Her book is Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical Powers, and we're having a great conversation, and I just have lots of questions for you. Now, you know, I've taught the audience, we're talking about connecting, and I've taught the audience how to connect, to bring in the light through the crown chakra, through the body, out through the arms, down through the feet, and I've also taught them how to bring the light up from Mother Earth through our feet and to connect those two. And you talk, yeah. And that's my biggest thing because I believe there is a higher power. You can call it source, God, energy, whatever you want to call it. I call it God. And um, when we connect with that energy every day, and I believe when we run it through our body, it's healing and it's balancing. And then we start to get information. So this is really the key in my mind, is connecting with that higher vibration. Talk about your feelings on this, Lon. Yes, I I agree. And it's so funny that we all call it a little bit different. In my book, I call it going into perceptual mode, changing from putting our perception on the external outside world and changing it into tuning into our internal world. Uh, Meditation is a form of doing that, right? And what it does when we do that, when we go inward, we start connecting to what you're talking about, to source, to a higher power, to a creative source, to God, to spirit, the universe, whatever you want to call that. And that's where we find all that subtle information that is very multidimensional, because most of us on our daily basis on our daily lives, we are mostly focused on the three-dimensional world around us, right? The, the world of form and matter and stuff. And we're, we're very busy doing where we run around and we do, 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 do. And oftentimes we forget to be, we forget to even stop, take a breath, close our eyes, tune in and go like, wow, what's going on? What's really going on? You know, how do I feel? What's coming up for me? Or when we feel triggered, you know, we run around and we get triggered by people. We feel irritated because some somebody does something or says something and we are in reaction all the time. And it's so important to, in those moments, to recognize that we are um, triggered, that we are reactive. And then we can pull back and we can just go like, wow, wow, why did that bother me so much? What happened there? We can be aware. We can become aware of what's going on. Right. Right. Yes. It all starts with consciousness, right? And it starts with getting conscious of the things that are going on inside instead of just being focused on the external. Right. It's all about the internal, not the external. Right. Exactly. And I, I believe, and I just, every day I get up in the morning, I do my little journaling. I 
say, hey, God, you know, talk to God. Tell. I believe it's important to establish a relationship with the divine. Once you do, you know, there's nothing to be fearful of. It's a loving relationship. Then once you have that and you connect every day and you get into, it's like brushing your teeth. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. want everybody, my goal, and I love that you're on the same page. We're doing the same thing. I want everybody to get up in the morning and connect. Because yeah. once you connect, you know, and you get all your thoughts out and you say your prayers and you tell God what you want for the day, that's your manifestation. Um, say your affirmations and then go about your business. It changes everything. Then you start to see these things happen. And yes. then when someone comes at you, you're like more centered and you, you're not reactive. You're like, oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, yes. get that, you get to that point, right? Yeah, I, lo I love how you describe that. Um, and I do the same. I get yeah. up every morning and I, I, I meditate. And it's so easy to skip that, right? It's so easy to say like, oh, I don't have time for that. I'm, I'm busy. I want to do something else. But I do notice that if I yeah. meditate every day on a regular basis, even if it's 10 minutes or 20 minutes or something, um, I'm calmer during the day. I feel better. I sleep better. I, I laugh more. It just, it, it changes you because it actually changes your brainwaves. When you allow your brainwaves to slow down in that time of inner contemplation or meditation, it actually slows down your brainwaves. And that is a signal to your body to do all these beautiful things of like healing and getting into balance. And that's why we feel so good after we do that. Yeah, I think people need to start doing more for themselves. And it's not a selfish thing. No. It's a, yeah, it's be, taking care of yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah. I wish, you know, I wish that we would start implementing it in just like most of us, we by now have something like, okay, I got to exercise, right? We, we, we carve out time to go to the gym. A lot of us do that now. I wish that we would carve out time to just sit with ourselves. Even to connect time. with the divine. Right. And teach our children. Our education is so behind in all of this. We still don't teach our children about multidimensionality. We don't teach them that they are actually made of energy. We don't teach them that words are made of energy so that it matters what we say. It matters what we do. And we don't teach them to like meditate, right? right? To contemplate, to turn inwards. And it's really silly because science has proven a lot of this stuff by now. So I don't know why we're so behind, but... It's but we're the getting there. Why I wrote the book. <laughs> yes, and we're getting there. Well, and it's true, you know, science and um, and people who are spiritual, it's coming together. It's yes. finally starting to come together because the spirituality has risen. I just came back from a conference in Sedona. So I see so many spiritual people and I connect. I'm fortunate. I connect with people like you, Lon. So I learn and the audience learns. And yeah, the most important thing out of all of it is to be present, be in the now, which is so difficult at first, still work on it. Everybody works on it. Connect with the divine and watch what you say, think, and do because what we do down here matters because we're not here forever. I think we come here, we learn, we do what we can, but whatever we do here determines where we go next. Yeah. What do you think? 
I th- yeah, I believe I believe that the soul is eternal. I do believe that we come back, and I believe that the things that we don't finish this lifetime or will come back, and we're going to pick up in some form with where we left off. So you take mm-hmm. it with you. I think that's how we evolve, you know, as a soul. Mm-hmm. That's how you come back and you you bring that stuff. Um, that's why. And then you got to do it again. Right, and you <laughs> I don't do want to repeat. Again, so. <laughs> Well, might as well address it now. Right? <laughs> That's what I say. Throughout your book, you have sacred geometry. I'm looking for the flower of life. I don't know why I can't find it. You probably have one sitting there. But here we go. Yeah, here we go. Here's the yeah, the flower of life. You know, I've had one sit, I've got one. You're gonna crack up. So I've had this flower, I've had this sitting on my computer for like a while. Oh, yeah. And I just keep it here. I cut it out. I want you to talk about. Um, some of this and why it's so important. You talk about the genius pattern. You talk about the egg of life, the flower of life. Right. You guys, all this cool stuff in this book, by the way. Will you take a few minutes and talk about that? Yes. And it's also at the basis of all my uh, work as an artist, right? So all my Oracle decks, all cards in my Oracle decks are based on sacred geometry. And a lot of them have the flower of life in my, in my first deck, actually every. Yeah, I was going to say, show us a deck. Do you have a yeah, deck? See, the back has, it has the flower of life on it. So. Ooh, well, Juan, you got to yeah. pull, you want to pull a couple. Oh, it's beautiful. I will. I will. Yes, I will do that. Will you um, pull a couple cards on our last segment? Yes, That's what you should do for us. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, Sacred geometry and why we see such an uprise and especially the flower of life. The flower of life is probably the most known symbol all over the world. And we've seen it all over the world on every continent in every culture for as long as humans be around. So we've always, it symbolizes our understanding that everything is connected. And for those of you that are not familiar with the picture, it's actually, it starts with a circle. The circle is in the middle and then you take an equal circle and you put it like halfway. So the, just, so the, how do you call that? Like the, the outer circle um, crosses in the center of that okay. circle, right? Yes. And yes. you start adding circles and you start, and you keep on doing that. And the flower of life is nine circles together. And it, and it makes this beautifully proportioned flower. But you can, of course, keep on going and make this into a whole grid that way. And what it symbolizes is our understanding that everything is connected and that everything is, um, is that we're all part of the whole. Like the way I'd like to see it is that if we would all be a circle in that flower of life, yeah. then, we, <clears throat> then we all connect in our heart centers, right? Oh, yeah. And that way we actually form a grid like the flower of life all over the world, realizing that we are all connected. And the way we are connected is because we are all energy. We are all vibration. And all that energy is all connecting and interacting in that field of energy. So your energy and my energy, you might be in New Mexico and I'm in San Diego, but my energy is vibrating out there in the field. And so is yours. So somewhere we are both influencing and both interacting with that same field. Therefore, we are connected. Love it. Well, when we come back from commercial break, will you do some cards for us? I love it. Okay, yes. cool. All right, you guys. I'm here today with Lana. Our show's going really quick today. Her book is called <laughs> Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical Powers. This is Nancy Eroth. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. 
Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Help me, TogiNet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903 787 5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout, and this is High Road to Humanity, and we're on our last segment here with Lon. Her book is Modern Merlin. You guys got to check this out. Hey, if people want to get in touch with you, Lon, how do they find you? Well, the easiest way is to do it uh, on my website. So you can okay. find me at lon-art, um, lon-art.com. Okay, cool. And Lon is L-O-N. 
lon-art.com. Okay. And a really fun way um, is to connect with me on Instagram. I'm really, okay. um, I'm really active there because Instagram is just a really good medium for me because it's so visual, right? And I post almost daily with card draws. Um, I do really fun, like visual animations. I give one minute meditations. And so that's a, that's a fun place to follow me. But my it. website will have all of it. Okay, cool. Now, when did you do, I'm curious, I pull cards every day. I pull angel cards and I do Ooh, my, yeah. yeah, I do Oracle cards and I pull, pull angel cards on TikTok <laughs> every day because it's fun. Yeah. And I love it. And I, people follow me because, you know, I'm intuitive in that. So I give the messages for the angels similar to what you do. But what, um, why did you, I know you're artistic. So of course you would draw this, but why the cards? Talk to the audience a little bit about this. Well, once I started making sacred geometry images and I based them on concepts, like concepts that are fundamental to the way we experience reality, like concepts like healing, intimacy, romantic love, relationship, awareness, things like that. Um, at some point, I had so many of these images and I make personal soul portraits as well. So oh, I wow. read somebody's soul energy, somebody's mm. vibration, and I translate that as well in an image. Like the one that you see behind me here yeah. is my personal soul portrait. Oh, and it's beautiful. called illumination because that's what I do. I'm an illuminator. So I give every portrait um, a name because I believe that we all carry in our souls um, qualities and attributes that are unique to us. Like what you bring to this earth to share with others and to grow with is different than what I brought, right? So your soul portrait, your soul essence is going to look different than mine. So at some point I had so many of these that I'm like, okay, I should do something with them. Everybody around me was saying like, oh my gosh, how can people enjoy this? And then somebody suggested like, you should make an Oracle deck. And I'm like, oh, never thought about that. So that's how it started. I found a publisher that was perfectly aligned. That is still my publisher beyond word publishing. They yes. actually published the secret at the time. Okay. Yeah. So when I came to them and I showed them some of my images, they were all in right away. And we, um, we published this Oracle deck in, um, I think That's beautiful. It, uh, What's it called? It's really big beat up actually, because this is mine. This is called the sacred geometry activations Oracle deck. And then there's another one, which is the relationship Oracle deck. And I do not have it here on my desk. Well, I resonate with that one. Cause I got chills on that one. So that must be a powerful deck that you've got in your hand. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I feel it. I can feel that. Yeah. No, it, you know what? It's really interesting. It came out in 2016. It won an award. In I bet. The same year. The other one won an award as well. Um, and it's still going up in sales. Like I'm through the roof in sales. You can find it on Amazon. So people are finding their way more and more to this. And because, see all these pictures, I can show you some. So all the pictures in the deck have sacred geometry um i love it well pull it pull a couple cards for the show i high road to humanity all right let's pull some cards for the show let's pull some cards for our connection okay you cool all right all right you do you you be you <laughs> yeah. well, it's always good to have some sort of a intention, okay right? so all what's right. our intention on this one well we're just gonna pull oh dynamic we are pulling 
a card to talk about um, what this is, the connection between you and me, me being on the show. And it is dynamic, isn't it? I mean, yes. it's, and, and that's what it's about. The whole concept of dynamic means that you start putting things together and make them work. And things that might not always be obvious have the courage to bring in new things and then mix it all up and make something that feels really good. And I feel that's definitely what we have been doing. It's a very dynamic interaction. So perfect card. Conversation. Yes. Perfect. Absolutely. Great. I love it. Do you want another card? Um, sure. Do one for, uh, you want to do one, do one for me, do one for me. Okay. One for you, for you okay. personally. Sure. All right. One for you. Like I'm where open. are you at? What is something that would serve you to see right now? There we go. Fertility. Oh, growth. Is that growth? Yes. So fertility means, and it's, it's kind of goes together with this time as well. And you and I were talking about it, that this is really a time of change and transition. And I feel it everywhere. So I feel for you that this is coming up, that right now, this is going to be a period for you of very high fertility, like new seeds. You've probably been planting seeds for a long time. They're going to come to bloom now. This is going to be a period where you really can start stepping up, emerging into your next expression, finding new pathways, opening new doors, it's fertile. Like, you know, the, the soil is all prepared. You have everything ready. You so you can start planting and watering and it's going to bloom. I love it. Oh, God bless. Thank you. That's oh, wonderful. So that is wonderful. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right. Do it. Do one for the audience. <laughs> one for the audience. Wow. For the audience in general. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, <laughs> one of the things I need to um, tune in. So I'm, I'm tuning in. I'm tuning in to all of you out there that are listening. And I'm thinking like, okay, as an audience in general, and excuse me that I'm making you into one collective group <laughs> now, because, you know, I can't do it individually, but as an in general. <laughs> what so is funny. it? Universal love. Of course. Of course. Oh, God bless. I mean, isn't that perfect? Because right Aww. now what we're doing is we, we are talking about how we all are connected, right? And it's, it's the universal love that binds us together, the love that we have for humanity, for each other, for the journey, for, for the evolution, for the earth, right? And for the process that we're in and for this life that we have been given that's so precious and is so short. So we better make the best of it and love, love, love as deeply and as many as we can. That is beautiful. It's true. It really boils down to that, doesn't it? Right. It really does. And you know mm -hmm. what? I know, I know my deck. There's a lot of cards in here and it's really, is a, it's a beautiful card to have right now. So that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, with everything going on in the world, and I just want to say this, I don't, I didn't do any news today. Sometimes I bring up current events and the reason I don't lately, and I just did news with Nancy on Sunday, I brought in good news because I like we, that. Yeah, we need to hear the positive. We do. A lot of this stuff that's going on right now, just watch it, but don't play into it and stay centered and put out the love. What a wonderful card for you to get for the audience right. today. It's a good reminder to really remind us that like, even though it seems like a really dark time now, it's it's really important to, to think about the concept of darkness because darkness by itself is nothing you can't define it the only thing that darkness is is the absence of no light, light. Yeah. right so the only way that we can get rid of the darkness that is out there is to shine light it's the only way that's going to make it go away if we all start focusing on the darkness it's only going to get darker 
Right. So what we can do is we can shine our light. We can love, we can learn, we can be, we can have compassion, understanding, reach out and just realize that we're all human beings. That's all we are. These are all human brothers, human sisters. We're all here in this together and we've got to find ways to reach each other and love each other. Yeah. You know, I, I really would like to see, I'm really big on this. I had somebody on my show and they talked about the ETs and they said, the one thing that they don't understand is why we don't take care of our own. And, you know, I've said this on the show a couple of times, but I'm going to say it again. We need to take care of each other. Why don't we take care of each other? Why don't we look out for each other? That's where we have to go. That's what we have to change is to love that person. We're all the same. Right. We're all energetic beings. And we just have to get to that point where we're putting out the love vibration. I don't know all the answers, but that's what I feel. I feel, I feel the same. And I think the uh, some of the answer is in, in education, because I think, the reason why we don't love each other is because we feel separated from each other. We feel that there is a, an us and a them. And the reason why we feel that is because we don't always feel that connection to that same source. I think if we all start um, realizing that we're all energy, we all come from the same creative source, source regardless of, of our religion or how we give that in detail, but in the end of the day, we're all energetic, vibrational beings, eternal souls that are here. Um, we don't have to feel separated from each other. Right? As you're saying that, I'm thinking we have the same father and the same mother. Right. right. We just do. Yeah. We just do. Yeah. And if we can look at it like that, you know. Yes. And if we can get out of our feeling of scarcity and lack. And I think right. that's why it's so important to realize our magical powers that derive from our ability to be in co-creation with that creative source, with that universe, with spirit. Yeah. I want to say one more thing before we get out of here today that it just really hit me um, recently. And, and I've just realized that it's almost better to just connect with God and let go because we're not in charge anyway. And then as the opportunities come, take them. Does that make sense? Yes. It's almost easier just to let go and not try to be in control anymore. You know, not that it's being. easy, not that it's easy because it's hard. <laughs> being less doing more. Yeah. Or just going with the flow. Except yes. On right now, find the love, find the compassion, find. Yes. Yeah. That seems to be like what it is. Anyway, um, before we get out of here today, give everybody your information. Her book is Modern Merlin, you guys. It's by Lawn. I'm sure they can pick it up on your website or on Amazon.com or I'm sure. Well, you can get it in every major Barnes & Nobles, Beyond Words Publishing. Um, uh, I think indie books, Goodreads, all of that. But Amazon definitely is, a, is an easy way of doing it. Um, okay. You can go to my website, lawnart.com, Lawn hyphenart.com. Okay. It was a pleasure to have you on the show today. It was so fun to be here with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. And thanks for pulling cards. Everybody loves that, you know? <laughs> hey, you guys, we got to get out of here. But if you want an angel reading, go to my website, go to nancyrout.com. I do pull angel cards every day on TikTok. And I've got a new class coming up, you guys. It's going to be like a love angel class. So look out for that when I'm putting it together right now. Lon, it's been a pleasure. We're going to get out of here for today. Everybody have a great week week and God bless. Take care. Keep the motion. Can I
Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal